onze site, de app en op televisie. We leggen de uitslagen voor aan experts, politici en beleidsmakers. Op deze manier wil het AT5-panel een belangrijke stem worden in Amsterdam. Dus laat jouw stem ook tellen en doe mee aan het AT5-panel via at5.nl slash panel. Naar Radio Zuidoost. 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 FM in de Eten. Onze site, de app en op televisie. For community news, your interviews, special requests, and others, tune into 105.2 MHz Anchor and 103.8 MHz on cable. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Russell every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to have. Health is wealth, they say. But good health is a
like to say a warm welcome to you and good morning to all you our listeners. God bless you. It's a joy to be here coming your way again this Monday morning, the 20th of January 2020. My name is Apostle Larry Dockano, and of course, I'm here together with Apostle Helen Rudokano. Hello, listeners. God richly bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Well, this is our inspirational segment as usual. So you'll be hearing lots of uh, gospel music and uh, tidbits from the word of the Lord. But as is customary with us, we would like to declare this session open with a word of prayer. Shall we pray? Father, we give you glory and honor this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the gift of life you've given to us. We pray that you will reign supreme in this uh, broadcast and use it to your glory to touch lives as you will. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness of God. Be glorified in our lives. Thank you for all the other activities, the guests we have you. Lord, let it be an awesome time together in your presence. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
Radio Center would like to bring to you the song of today. This is taken from Psalm 121, 121. A song of the Greeks. Title My Help Comes from the Lord. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this day forth and even forevermore. Say amen. That's the prayer. It's a wish. That's the blessing we have for you today. The Lord will keep you and preserve you. Not only this day, but throughout 2020. Keep listening. We'll be bringing to you in the next couple of minutes the miracles of Jesus, the word of the Lord, of the word of exhortation by Apostle Helen Ruth Dawkino. Keep listening.
In case you just join us, we are treating you to a very good gospel high life by Joffa Way Incorporated. Oh my god, these guys are good. Very shortly, we'll bring it to you the word of the Lord by Apostle Hilary of Dorkano. You're under the segment name Miracles of Jesus.
Are you enjoying the music? We are charging you up this morning, getting you ready to receive the word of life and also to to set you on the path for a very successful day and week. Yes, 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 yes. Gentlemen, this is the time the miracles of Jesus with Apostle Heller of Dakano. Well, welcome to this segment. My name is Apostle Heller of Dakano. Shall we pray? Father, be glorified this morning. We thank you for who you are. We bless you for your presence, even in this very place, as we release the blood of Jesus Christ under these scale lines. Father, to hit everyone who have tuned in. We thank you for their lives. We bless you for their families. We thank you for their loved ones. And Lord, we thank you for this day that is exceptional. The 20th January 2020. It is exceptional because it's a day that is marking double grace. It is a day that the Lord has made that we will rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you for what you're going to do this day and I bless you for everyone who have tuned in that you will touch their lives, you will change their lives, overhaul their lives and move them who got to the position where they will receive the desires of their heart. Let this word as, as it goes. Father, bless somebody, touch somebody, change somebody's life and draw people closer unto you. That at the end of the day, we all will rejoice that we've been in your presence and that you have touched us. Be glorified, Lord, even in Jesus' mighty name. We pray with thanksgiving. Remember, somebody who have just tuned in, we are transmitting this on 103.8 ETA and 105.2 MHz cable. You can also call this real live on 027371619. In case this word touches you and you want to reach me privately, remember you can hook me up on my WhatsApp number, which is 0684-606-550. Now take your Bible and we're going to read. Uh, the, the, the topic I have for you this morning is taking risk for Christ, part two. Say taking risk. Is somebody ready to take risk for Christ? The year is just very early and I believe that people have made their uh, New Year resolutions and they have marshaled out what they want to do for this year 2020. But some, somehow down, down the line, I do not know how many of you 
who have really decided that you're going to seek the kingdom of God first so that other things will be added unto you. Because most of the time, we make our programs and we design what we want to have for the whole year. We design those things just for our own sake and for our own benefit. And we don't care even about the society where we are in. If what we are desiring and what we are desiring to have will please our society or please even other family folks, sometimes we don't even care whether it pleases our neighbors or what we, what, what we want to do, whether it will be beneficial. So most of the time we only look inward and we are so self-centered, we only want that which will please us. But this morning, I am positioned by grace to ask you this question. What are you going to do this year? Is it going to benefit you alone? Or is it just be going to be something that will benefit you and your family alone? Are you going to do it the same, same old, 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 old way? Or are you going to just add some quality to what you are doing? Are you going to go global? Are you going to say, okay, let me pursue the kingdom of God and his righteousness first, 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 and every other thing shall be added unto me. Many of you want to serve God, but you just want to serve him on your comfort zone. And others want to serve God and receive all the blessings for the year. First and foremost, everybody wants to be alive until the end of 2020. Everybody wants richness until the end of 2020. Some want to prosper in everything that they do on 2020. And some will want to buy the most expensive cars, have the most expensive homes, build the most expensive family, 2020. All of those things, they are very, very well, or they are very good. And the Lord is very interested in giving unto us our heart desires. Do you understand? me because the Bible says that the, 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 the desire of the righteous shall be granted. So if you are a righteous man or a righteous woman, your desires will be granted, not the desires of your enemies. The enemy will woke up and want you to die, want you to have affliction, want you to have sicknesses and have devastation everywhere. But thank God that the enemy is not God. God is God. Say, I hear you, somebody. Say, I hear you. Now, because God is God, God will want to give unto us everything that we desire, which is according to his will. That's where the clause have come in. According to his will, that means it's not everything that you desire that you are going to get. But there are going to be just things which God have desired for you. And I believe that if you put yourself right this very year, you are going to get the things that God has desired for you. And everything that God has desired for you will lead you to your expected end. Say, I hear you. There's nothing that God will give to anybody that will add sorrow. Say, because the Bible tells me that the blessings of God make it rich and adds no sorrow. So if you have any blessing which is adding sorrow, Remember, it's not from God. <laughs> I'm touching somewhere. When you have something which you think you have received, and that thing becomes a source of misery, like there are some of you who are listening to me right now, you are married, but in that marriage, you are only having tons and tons of issues. You have packages of disappointments. It's like you wake up every morning, you are in hell. Let me tell you, a real examine that thing and know whether it's from God. 
There are some of you, your children, they have become like beasts in the home. You know, they maltreat you, they, over, they, they treat you, they make you feel ridiculous that you go about wondering what is really happening. Hell is turning loose. Then please, I want you to reconsider. Where did you go when you were looking for the fruit of the womb? What, where, where, which shrines did you visit? Who did you give some money to go and consult one fetish doctor for you and bring one talisman and tell you, tie it under your waist and tie it under your breast? And then eventually you conceived. Little wonder they're becoming source of agony. And then, and then there are others who have gotten other things. What the God could be God's permissive will. Permissive will is not a perfect will. Because if you get the perfect will of God, you will enjoy it to the end. So I hear you. Say, Lord, help me in this very year to get God's perfect will. The perfect will of God, when it comes to you, it makes rich and it adds no sorrow. And before you can get that perfect will, you've got to take risks. Say, take risks. Many of you sit, you sit in your comfort zones. It's like you don't want to take risk. Every year, every year, you just want to be on the same zone where you are and you don't want to take risk. But let me tell you, even those who are in the secular world, who are not really so established in, in the Christian world, but, you know, they are like mix, mix, mix. They are still going so forward. Why? Because anything which you are doing and you do it diligently, you will excel in it. You will excel in it. So if you are worshiping God and you want to worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. And you will see how he will bless you. If you worship him wishy-washy the way you did last year, you will get the same result. That means what you're going to get will not be so pleasant unto you. And that's, that's the situation many of us have been in, going through cyclical position, not seeing little tangibility in what we are doing. But this very year, in the mighty name of Jesus, as you hear the sound of my voice, I'm asking that you reposition yourself and take risk for Christ. When you take risk to bring the gospel to other people, he will surely bless you. When you take risk and say, I'm going to sleep so-so hour and Take the other hours to pray and let me know the will of God concerning me and my nation. God will visit you. You become a spokesman or a spokeswoman to this generation. Are you hearing me, somebody? There are so many miraculous things or mysterious things that are going on around us. People need explanation to why their lives the way they are. And we, Christians, we have answers to those things. But unfortunately, we have not been endowed with so much power. Why? Because we are dry. But I am asking God in this 2020 to, to release his presence in somebody. Make you a carrier of his presence. So when you enter where there is difficulty, you will bring answers. When you enter where there are puzzles, you will have answer to that environment. Say, I hear you. But you got to take risk. Now, in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 6, and please take your Bible, let's go there quickly. 2 Samuel, chapter 6, and I'm going to read from verse 6 to 11. The Bible said, And when they came to Nakom's trash floor, 
Uzza put forth his son to the ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen shook it. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzza, and God smote him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of God. And David was displaced because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzza, and he called the name of the place Perusa to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obedidon the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedidon the Gittite three solid months. And the Lord blessed all his household. Do you see that? <laughs> Do you see that after the Philistines have captured the Ark of God, Ark of, <laughs> Ark of God literally is the very presence of God among the people of God. Now, the enemy's camp, the enemies of God have captured this Ark of God and they put this Ark of God in the enemy's camp. So that means the very presence of God have departed among the people of Israel. Now these guys were now left without the presence of God. <laughs> they were left because the presence of God had been captured and placed in the camp of their enemies. <laughs> there are so many of you. <laughs> you need the presence of God. But what you are doing doesn't warrant the presence of God to be with you. Every time you are longing, I want to, I want to, I want to. But this year, please catch up with the presence of the Lord. Because the presence of the Lord, when you maltreat, when you, when you behave in the manner that the Lord does not want, his presence will be taken away from you. So, so many of us go to church, but we have no presence of the Lord. We go to the church, we have no power to confront the enemy. We have no power to deal with sicknesses. We have no power to deal with disappointment. Why? Because the presence of the Lord is not with you. And some of us, we have so many thoughts. We say the presence of God is only with the men and women of God. But have you forgotten? They are also servants of God just like you. If the men and women of God can be carriers of the presence of God, you also, you can. Say, I can. Say, I can. This year, I will do everything to activate the presence of God all around me. Yes, you can. Even by worshiping. You wake up in the morning. You didn't just wake up and say, I just got up by myself. Hmm. You wake up, you, you become somebody who, who can stand before God and lift up holy hands and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you gave me life. I thank you I'm living in the land of the living. Lord, I thank you that I did not die while I was sleeping. Lord, thank you for keeping me alive. That one alone is enough. These few words are enough to release the presence of God around you. Then if you go beyond that level and begin to thank him for your family, thank him for your children, thank him for the society we are in, you begin to praise him for the land that we are in, the land that have harbored us. We left Africa, we came here. How many times have you been praying for the land? 
The Bible said, when you pray for the land where God has brought you in, in the blessings of that land, you will also be blessed. But what do we do? Some of us wake up in the morning, we begin to cast the land. Hey, the land is this way. Hey, the land is this way. That's not what God told you to do. He told you to bless the land. You and me have the power to bless this land. The more we are blessing this land, it will be at peace. The more we are blessing this land, we will eat the best of it. The more we are blessing the land, the best will come to us. So what I'm trying to say is that you got to do things in the other way so that you can reap the best of it. So the ark of God was taken into the strange land and it became, it, it now dwelt among the, among, among the Philistines. And it was there for all of these years, all of these, how many months really? The ark of God stayed without the people of Israel. And one time the Bible said, because this ark of God was there among the Philistines, the Lord also began to visit them. <laughs> and the Lord afflicted them, afflicted them. They were going everywhere consulting him, and they found out that it was because of the ark of God they hijacked. So when you hijack what doesn't belong to you, you go and touch holy things. Some of you who go to church, you begin to steal the tambourines. <laughs> Be very careful because it can become a source of affliction to you and your household. Do you understand? Sometimes you see your children, your, your, your child will go to church and then you will just go and steal one little tambourine because it has been highly gadgeted and designed. And then you pretend you're the mother who is a dickiness. You pretend as if you didn't see that your daughter, you know, until affliction comes. <laughs> That's the time you will now come and cry and say, God, oh, you know what, Pastor, my little child came back home the other day with, <laughs> with a tambourine from the church. <clears throat> but while the tambourine was there with you and the child was healthy, you never complained to the church. This year, don't do things the same way you've been doing it. Be desirous to do things in another way. Hallelujah. So I'm going to do something in another way. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to say is this. The desire, just because the ark of God now was there, the ark of God was in the land of the against people, God afflicted the Philistines as well. They were highly afflicted. And because they were afflicted, they did not know what to do. They sent messengers back to the people of Israel. Back to David, they said, you better, you better send people to come and collect this ark of God. Because we woke up one morning, probably the thing has killed them has rendered all of them dead. Do you understand? So they sent for a collection of the Ark of God, and it was taken away from their camp. And uh, while they were busy bringing this Ark of God into the camp of the people of Israel and making all the sacrifices, it was like they got to a place. The Ark of God shifted and was almost falling off from the cart. So a certain man, Uzzah, you know, rushed to go and grab this Ark of God. Unfortunately, he was killed by God. 
That mistake he made to just go to capture, he was about to capture or to prevent the ark of God from falling off from the cart. It cost his life. So this guy was killed. And David was very angry. David, the, 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 the king, was very, very, very angry. David didn't know what to do anymore. And the fear of God grabbed the rest of the people of Israel because they were wondering if in our own eyes the ark of God, somebody who was trying to save this thing from falling off from the cart, tried to catch it, and the guy didn't succeed, but God smote him, then if another person will make any silly mistake, all of them will be dead. So first and foremost, David was so afraid of the Lord that day. And David continued to question the Lord. How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? How? I don't want the ark of the Lord. He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, look at what he did. He took it to the house of Obedidon. Obedidon, the Gittite. So the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidon, the Gittite, for three solid months. And the Lord, the Bible said, blessed him and the entire household. But why would the whole king, why would the whole king not take up the ark of God? And he quickly shifted this ark of God to, to just any of the subjects in his land. You, you have to take it. In other words, you are the one qualified to go and die. <laughs> you are the one, you are the one. <laughs> But you see, when we look at the life of David, David, a man of unbeatable fearlessness, was now shaken because he has never seen God acting that way before. He doesn't know that this God, who we say is very merciful, can be also God of wrath. He doesn't know that this God, who we say God is always full of compassion, that there's a time that God's wrath can come. When God's wrath comes up, it can, it can consume people in hundreds. And that's why we have to be very careful everything we do this year. We have to be very careful the sort of environment where we go and where we expose ourselves. We have to be very, very careful how we talk about holy things. What you do not know about, don't talk about it. Many of you couldn't take risk last year for Christ because you go in the internet, you join all of these people who are talking about don't pay your tithe, don't pay your tithe, uh, the pastors are eating your money and this and this and this and that. And then you join them to only criticize holy things. Little wonder you have leprosy in your body. Little, yes, little wonder you could not gather anything reasonable. This very year, take risk for Christ. Don't allow your ear to be defiled by so many things other people talk about. Let it be other people speaking about them, but not you. Don't be polluted by all of those things you read in the net, because some of them are false news. And then you carry false news, you come to the house of God, and your target is to, to divide the church of God. Let me tell you, the church is not a man's idea. It's God's idea. So if you are dividing it, be ready for the consequences. But I pray that as you have heard the word of God this morning, that you will change. You will take risk to change. Boys, we're going to mm, do you good. 
You know, health is a top item, a top uh, on the top of agenda for every one of us, for individuals as well as in the government and families. So we're going to be talking about health. You are most welcome. Invite somebody right now. Tell them to tune in. Oh, Radio Razo, Voice of Nigeria is on fire. Fire, fire. <laughs> Good morning once again, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Apostle Larry Dokeno. And I'm co-hosting the program this hour with Apostle Heller of Dokeno. Uh, we are in a health segment. And we're doing a special presentation of the Helios Project, Helios 2, as it is called right now. We have in the studio the gurus of Helios. <laughs> the gurus of Helios are here, so... You are going to get the right information. Exactly, <laughs> Let me preface this program right now with this beautiful song by Sinat, 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 Sinat. Now, let me say by way of introduction that uh, since January 2020, 2012, Ghanaians have been for a very, for the very first time in the Netherlands part of uh, a unique study on the health of six different populations in Amsterdam. The other groups are the people of Turkish, Moroccan, Surinamese, made up of Creoles and the Hindustans, and Dutch origin. This will increase the understanding of why certain diseases develop in certain po- specific populations and enable in order to enable target interventions. The study called HELIOS, that is the acronym for Healthy Life in an Urban Setting, is a joint initiative of the AMC and the KKD and focuses on a number of 
common health conditions such as cardiovascular diseases, including diabetes and uh, psychosocial conditions. Prior to the Helios study, was a GA, GHAIA, Ghanaian and Amsterdam study in 2011. Findings from the two studies reveal that a high percentage of Ghanaians living in Amsterdam have obesity, diabetes, and high blood pressure associated health problems. This was attributed largely to the lack or insufficient knowledge about health, healthy eating, and importance of physical activity. After seven years, in July 2019, phase two of the Helio study has started and is the focus of this special interview. And so we're here to give you more information, more insight, and to help those of you who were a part of it previously uh, to be aware to you can, you know, be a part of it and join the second phase. It's all for our good and our best interest. I am so excited this morning to introduce to you our guests. They're live in the studio. Please remember, during the program, you're welcome to interrupt at any time with the questions or remarks you may be having. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I would like to introduce this morning to us. I have in the studio this morning, Professor Charles Ajima. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Pleasure to be here. Uh huh. Yes. Just so you know that we're not faking it, they're really here. <laughs> okay, we have next to. Um, Dr. Ch- uh, Professor Charles, we have uh, Miss Estefania Lane. Yes. Welcome. Uh, Thank you so much. Yes. We have also in the studio Dr. Eric Bowner. He is also very much involved with the uh, Helios study. Welcome, sir. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. Beautiful. We're delighted to have you too. Yes. And of course, uh, my co-host is here, and uh, she's going to shoot the very first question. Mm-hmm. Apostle Helen Rudokino. Yes. Okay. That's good. <laughs> so, um, welcome all of you once again. And uh, please, would you be kind to tell our listeners uh, the main objective of Helios Studies? First of all, thank you very much for this great opportunity to talk about this um, because I think that health is so important for everyone and that's why we are all here this morning. Um, But Haley's study, as you already know, is uh, such an important study and it basically was actually set up with a clear aim to gain more understanding about the health differences um, between uh, different populations in Amsterdam. And this to also to help us to, uh, in order to improve the medical care, as well as you know, tackling the health care that is actually afflicting or affecting the different populations. So in other words, uh, the main idea was to look at the differences and the knowledge that we get from these differences. Mm-hmm. You can use that different you know, knowledge to improve the health of the population okay. and including all the minority population also for the focus of this um, program the Ghanaian population and then African um, community in Amsterdam as a whole mm-hmm. yeah excellent uh, before we proceed any further let me just quickly uh, you know 
through this uh, health is wealth they say but jingle. good health yeah. is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures the helios study aimed at a better health care for people in amsterdam is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and dutch people the baseline helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in amsterdam including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios Baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl. The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian churches in Amsterdam and the African social activation platform ASAP. Helios a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow. Thank you so much. That was a message from uh, um, our sponsors, but also uh, those who are in charge of the project. Uh, throw more light on the entire project. Okay. So my second question, question. to uh, the professor is: um, uh, You made mention some of the uh, ethnic groups that are involved, and I want to ask you again because I know that I asked this question before. Why is it that Nigerians are not involved in this? I think that's a very, very important Because the uh, Nigerian point. community here, they are it's growing very large. and growing Absolutely. and growing. Absolutely, uh, so yeah. why? So, and you are in radio yeah. voice of Niger, so uh, exactly. what information do I have to tell my people? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it's also, um, the question is not only for Nigerians, but also what, um, the same things goes, why is it not? You have a large population of the uh, Sudan and East population yes. here, mm -hmm. yeah. and you have a large number of South African population. There's a large number of people that are involved. Yes. But the reason why, as I keep on saying, was that the main um, idea of, of the study was to basically to help us to get a large number of people yeah. so that one cultural group and once we have that information, uh, it can help us to be able so to move forward. Because remember that Africa is a huge continent. Yeah. And usually part of the problem is that people think that it's just one little country. Yeah. Um, the problem is that if you combine all these groups together, it makes it a little bit somewhat difficult to actually interpret the results. Mm -hmm. But by having all one specific group together, yeah. it helps us first to look at the culture, yeah. it helps us to, uh, to take into account, okay. it helps us also to look at the, uh, what do you say, the migration histories yeah. Yeah. Um, and others. So bringing all this together first will help us to give us a very fair um, conclusions as to why specific conditions affect specific people. Yeah. But having said that, mm -hmm. we also know that if you are able to get this information, it helps us to be able to communicate our uh, results yeah. very firmly, particularly to the policymakers. Okay. Because remember that if you don't do the study properly, mm -hmm. then everybody will just say that, well, you find this because, you know, it's very difficult to explain different cultures, different, all those kind of Eggments. So yeah. that's one of the reason why we actually target uh, Ghanaian population. And another important point also yeah. was that you wanted to also to know 
how the migration processes actually change um, or how the health situation change upon migration. Okay. And that means that um, we also actually have one set of study which is also going on in Ghana, in rural and urban Ghana. Okay. So that it can actually help us to know what is changed if someone moves. So if you're going to include, say, people from Nigeria or people from Ethiopia or people from... Then it make it very difficult, actually, to um, see that change. Yeah. And that's why you actually focus on one specific group. But actually, one intention is yeah. that once we get this yeah. information up there, then it gives us another um, opportunity to move on also to other population. Okay. So eventually, our hope is that this study can also be expanded yeah. and include the other populations. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think that our listeners will be interested in knowing a little bit about what happened in Helios 1. Because uh, for people to be, in, uh, let's say, motivated to get involved in Helios 2, then they will be happy to know what happened in Helios 1. Are you able to give us a quick overview of uh, what happened and uh, why the need for the follow-up? Yes, anyone. Yeah, Dr. Eric, maybe. Um, well, um, in Helios one, actually, we uh, in the in the Helios two, the, uh, we will do the same as on the baseline study, the Helios one, and in Helios one, we uh, did um, a physical examination, looking at blood pressure, mm -hmm. uh, uh, weight, height, uh, cholesterol, all kind of um, uh, physical measurements, yeah. and uh, we did a questionnaire. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the EDS2 study, we will do the same. So uh, then maybe you can ask, oh, why will you do it again? Yes. <laughs> and um, of course, many people ask themselves, why should I go again to this uh, EDS2 study? Yeah. yeah. And that we do that because we want to measure the change, the change in okay. conditions, the change in health. Right. And when we see what happens in those five years in between, we also know what kind of reasons are behind the change. And okay. therefore, it's very important that people also take part in the second part of the Helios. So okay. that means that um, everybody who will be invited, so those people who have been invited for the Helios one study, yeah. will be re-invited again. So everybody will receive an invitation in their post box at home. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so the main reason is to that we can measure the change between five years ago and then now, and now okay. which is very important. And it also needs to be added that it's uh, only people who are uh, residing in Amsterdam will receive this letter or have uh, uh, res resided in Amsterdam. So those people mm. that now change to another address, yeah. for instance, live in... Uh, uh, the south of Holland, yes, but uh, were part of baseline Helios, they still will be invited for the oh, Helios good. study. And uh, another important thing is that uh, participation in the Helios 2 study, it is the same as in Helios 1, it's completely free of charge. So yeah. people do not have to pay anything for it. So it's completely free of charge. It's also yeah. important to know. Okay. So, uh, listeners, we just trying to let, let you know that the Helios 2 is a follow-up of Helios 1 uh, to see what has changed, uh, you know, in the health of the subjects, those who were part of the study in Helios 1. So this is an announcement to let us know that Helios 2 has begun and we are soliciting your participation and your cooperation so we can carry it on. And that is very, very important for, you know, 
for understanding the health situations uh, for our people here uh, in, in in Amsterdam. Yes. So uh, we would like to sound it loud and clear to everyone out there. Uh, if we are part of Helios One, uh, get ready. Helios Two is here, and uh, we wanted to do your utmost to cooperate, and that is why we are on this campaign right now. Exactly. So who can participate in this uh, phase two of the study? Yeah, that's uh, what uh, I just uh, explained. Then. So everybody who uh, took part in the baseline study, yes. so a few years ago, yes. uh, will receive an invitation letter. So everybody who took part in yes. the first yes. Helios study, they can take the part thing. in the second. Because okay. we want to know the it difference counts. between five years ago yeah, and yeah, now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So so basically, like you said, you're going to do the same measurements you did before in Helios 1. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think it's a very straightforward uh, matter. By the way, how long does uh, the process take? I mean, all these uh, measurements you're going to do. If somebody comes, how, how many minutes of their time would you take? Mm. Only 30. 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bit shorter than the first uh, yeah. measurement round, the baseline. Yeah. I think that took about more than an hour, but now it will be only 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. So once you receive the letter at home, the invitation, you will find the response form yeah. in it. Yeah. You can send it back to us. Yeah. And we will call you to make the appointment. So we yeah. ask you what day or what time do you prefer. Yeah. And then it will last only 30 minutes. Okay. What are the letters going on, if I may ask? One of the letters going out, the invitations to come for the measurements. Yeah, one. When? Yeah, yeah we, are, we are already sending them. You're already going out, yeah. so people must have received them We have them been inviting them. Uh, maybe some people didn't receive them yet, yeah. but uh, we are still sending them. Yeah. We also sent a reminder, so if you missed the first one, we will send you a second one. So why is, why is it that it's the same people that are receiving... Uh, same letter. No, because they said it's a follow-up. Those people have had a measurement Before, five years ago. Yeah. So they want to do a second one now so they can check the difference between mm. their health status then and now. That's why it's a follow-up. Anyone that is interested cannot just come. It's only those people. No, I think it's uh, only um, those that actually took part so in the, in the initial of yes. first stage that can yeah. actually uh, well, take part in the second Well, we need to reemphasize this thing so that people uh, who are exactly. listening to us have to know that exactly. it's I not for everyone. Exactly, because uh, I think actually um, you're right. I've been also been going to the churches to um, to advise people, and people usually think that they cannot, you know, anyone can okay, come in so. at the moment. No, yes. I think that is also very important that... Uh, as uh, my colleague uh, mentioned, yeah. it is so important to know what is changed. Yeah. And for instance, you know that, for instance, uh, if you take, uh, let's talk about blood pressure, for instance. You right. know that if you, you take uh, the Ghanaian population, for instance, man, mm -hmm. yeah. um, blood pressure level is nearly 56, uh, hypertension or heart pressure is yeah. nearly... 56 uh, um, um, percent. In other words, if you take 100 people, yeah. about 56 percent of them, of six, uh, 56 people will uh, have hypertension if they are aged 18 years and above. Mm. Um, if you take the same Dutch people, yeah. men, you are talking about just about 34 percent. In other words, about 34 um, people out of 100. If you take the Ghanaian hundred uh, women, you're mm. talking about 52 of them, yeah. but the Dutch is just about 20 people. Yeah. So it's a wow. huge difference. Yes. Yeah. So the question is, what is actually driving these differences? Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to do that, we need to basically 
pinpoint specific factors which is driving these differences. Right. And that means that we all need uh, to have this type of study, what we usually call longitudinal study or prospective study. Yeah. And basically by people coming back to us mm-hmm. because they have uh, the baseline measurement and the follow-up measurement, mm. you should be able to know, for instance, this is specific type of food that I eat, mm-hmm. and this, if I eat this type of food, this is what this leads to. If I have a specific type of stress, yeah. this is what it's leading to. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's so, so important that we get all those people mm-hmm. that took part in the initial stage yes. to come back again. Because it's only when we get this information that we can actually use it to target interventions yeah, and yeah, also yeah. to help other um, 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 doctors and others to know that this is what we have to do. And that's why we sit here this morning. Now, some people might ask, okay, yeah, it's good. Uh, You know, you want the data you want. But what's in it for me? Because for those who are uh, participating, it'd be interesting for them to to have an idea, okay, what is it for them? Whether tangibly or intangibly, it'd be nice for them to have an idea of what kind of benefit or return it can bring to them. You answer my question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because somebody listening out there, he's been so I gave my child last yeah. year, okay. I mean, there's no need. Yeah. Eh? But we should have, we want to have a way to motivate them yeah. to say, oh, it's good Don't, yeah. for, for you to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. shall I answer this Go question? Go ahead, sir. Yeah. 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 I think you're kind of shipping. Yeah, of course. So, um, what's in, yes. Yeah. So, what, what will happen when you come to the research location? So, you get a physical examination and a short questionnaire. Yeah. And um, after that, so about three or four weeks after that, you will receive your personal results okay. in your <coughs> in your postbox at home. Yeah. So this will go about your blood pressure, about your cholesterol level, uh, blood sugar levels, your weight, etc. So you know your personal results. And when you know your personal results, you can take action. So for instance, mm-hmm. if you have high blood pressure, yeah. you should visit your uh, uh, GP. GP. Yeah. And he can treat you for that, or you can do a special uh, diet or something like that. So you can take the right measurements, Uh, but um, also your GP will get these results. So your GP will also be aware of your health situation. So the personal results, that's the first benefit. Another benefit is that um, you can take care not only uh, for yourself, Mm. but also when we know all these research results, we can also... Uh, provide better recommendations for the community as a whole so yeah. you don't uh, do it only for yourself but mm. also you help also your community members also those who don't take part in the EDA study so we learn a lot from it and uh, the health of the whole community be- can be improved yes um, and <coughs> what we have seen already maybe Professor Charles can uh, tell some more about that but what we have seen already so, so that it has an a big impact on the health, yes. but also on the policy within healthcare, yes. the results yes. of the baseline Helia study. Yeah. So this is also a big uh, advantage of taking part, so you can help uh, policy change. And maybe uh, you Yeah, I, th- I think what I want to um, Dr. Eric's um, um, point is that is, 
Of course, this type of work is not only you uh, benefiting you, but yeah. the, the benefit is much more than you. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's actually more important, actually, yeah. the next generation, our children. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, how yeah. should you prevent our children yeah, from right. having the same conditions yeah, that we are suffering? suffering. Yeah, yeah. And so it's absolutely crucial sure. that we take part because it will benefit. Yeah. And actually, not only that, what actually I was so, so impressed about, and as sometimes I think, wow, we are doing all this work, and actually that's what keeps us going. Yeah. Because I take an example. Last year I was invited by the, um, to give a talk in uh, Cape Town, yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Um, to basically, the idea was that to give an impression of the health of the African diaspora. Yes. And, and what can the African countries lend? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I prepared all my slides. I mean, it was a huge conference. Yeah. All over the world, people from all over the world coming yes. in. I prepared my slides going to talk. Yeah. We said by the time actually I had the opportunity to present my results, yeah. almost everybody coming to talk is using the studies. Yeah. That I'm going to talk about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically using the Helios study really? um, to basically everybody. Oh. So I said to the, um, um, the, 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 the why, why actually did you invite me here? Yeah, in exactly. <laughs> because all my messages are presented. Presented. <laughs> so the point I want to make here yeah, yeah, is yeah. that. The, the the impact Back, of yeah. the work yeah. is yeah. far beyond. It is global. It's, it's a global. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's being used in all over the. I mean, in Ghana now because of this work, I yeah. will just use that. Yeah. Now we have what you call the memorandum of understanding. Yeah. Between University of Ghana. Mm -hmm. And the University of Amsterdam. Okay. So at the moment we are having several um, uh, people, doctors who are now coming to Amsterdam to be in train. Yes. You've now set up a summer school yeah. um, whereby we are training um, um, health professionals and you actually hope to make it African-wide yeah. so that all the people that are doctors can all from all different countries yeah. can come in and benefit yeah. from this because of this knowledge that we are getting there. Yeah. 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 So yeah. clearly what I want to say is that the, the, the impact of what we are doing here wow. is not only for one person, no, 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 no. but for entire community and actually for the entire world. Yes, yeah. exactly. uh, and that's why it's so important that whoever takes part in this particular work, yeah, yeah. you are not doing it only for yourself. Yes, 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 you are doing it for your family, yes, you are doing it for your children, yes, yes. you are doing it for, for your, your community, country, and yes. you are con contributing it to Whoa. the country where you live. Let me help you. You know, I want listeners to realize that what we are doing is a groundbreaking activity yeah. It's a historical activity, something that when people, anytime they quote these studies, you must know that you were <laughs> part of the story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So True. if you are listening to this broadcast, I want you to know that Helios 2 is our project. Yeah. We are doing it for ourselves. Yeah. And the whole world will benefit from it. Yeah. Whenever and any place they mention Helios 2, Helios 1 and 2, and you were a part of those who uh, joined, who yeah. participated, you can boldly say, yes, I made it happen. You Absolute, know what I'm absolutely. You got to say that, yes. Yeah. So it's something, look. It's, it's very a, historic. Yeah. It's very historic. Okay. Something. Okay. So yeah. very everybody is. must be a part of it. Exactly. I mean, one little story. There yeah. was a last two weeks, I was giving a talk in Seven one of the um, um, a churches. No, no, actually it was, um, yeah, organized by Pentecostal Council of Churches. Yeah. And when I went there talking, this gentleman, he is a pastor. Yeah. He said he went to Ghana, 
and then actually attended the health information. Yeah. yeah. And then the health information is there. They were talking about Hillis. And yeah. so I was amazed that <laughs> even the health information in Ghana now is being used because now oh. this is what many countries are using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To give the information. So yeah. clearly. Uh, this is for all of it's us. It's something to be proud about. This exactly. is our thing. Yeah. This is our baby. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone yeah. out there, listen, Helios yeah. 2 is, is on. Yeah. If you were part of it before, please get connected yeah. and let's make it happen. Yeah. And because, this is very important. Yeah, because it is our story. We are, we, are, we are setting the pace right now. And for me, I think it's very, very necessary because this issue of high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol, and, uh, and uh, obesity, diabetes. The diabetes, they are too common among uh, the African people, the migrant community. So uh, if we have people like this who have gone so far to study about uh, this and to bring solutions to, to let us know what could be the problem we may have in the near future yeah. or our children. I think we need to support it. We need Absolutely. to support it. Whether you are participating or not, just support it in one way or the other. Talk yeah. about it Absolutely. and let it go viral. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the studio line is a 020-737-1619. You're welcome to give us a call at any time. If you want to clarify anything or give some remarks, please feel free to do so and talk to this great man and lady in the studio right now. Uh, by the way, I would like to uh, throw in this one. You see, there's also an issue about privacy. Uh, okay, when they come, maybe they give you their name, date of birth, yeah, and the, blah, blah, yes. the rest of the stuff. Okay, how do you go about guaranteeing that, you know, their privacy is not violated in any way? Yeah, because exactly. that's very, very <coughs> crucial for now. Yeah. Who's going to do that for us? Stefania? Stefania? I think, I mean, I can always say, but I think what I would say before yeah. Stefania says that, you know, mm -hmm. first of all, this is the work you've done uh, for many, many years. You first did um, um, the Gaia study, yeah. you've done the Helios one, and now you're doing the Helios too. Yeah. And I think that we um, take people's privacy very, very seriously. Yeah. It's not only for that, it's actually a requirement by yeah. the European Commission. Yes. That whatever you do, people's privacy should be utmost. Yeah. Exactly. So we absolutely uh, ensure that you know, anybody that takes part in this study, Clearly, the, all the information that you get is clearly locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no one actually is going to know that this is a person because what you do is actually you don't use even the names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you use what you call an ID. ID. Okay. So that means that your ID. Yeah. Uh, basically, gives an, an a number. So okay. if actually me it's a person, a, even I'm doing the analysis, yeah. I don't know who is this I, yeah. because I know the only, ID. Only yeah. ID. Only so whoever doing this. So it's completely protected. So yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. even um, actually doing no. it. Of course, if you are coming to your home and, and then you know your name. Yeah. But once you put it into the uh, database, you use the ID. Oh, so yes. one name and others oh, is completely good. protected. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Estefania, you want to say something? <laughs> no, I just wanted to say that it's called the reference number. You reference will also number. see it on your letter when you receive yeah, it. Yeah, 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 on yeah. the left side in the corner, that's that's your number. That's yeah. your ID. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Very good. So <laughs> so we are showing uh, our listeners, uh, especially the those who were part of the, yeah. those yeah. were part of the uh, Helios One, that uh, your identity is totally, totally guaranteed and protected. So there's not, no need to worry about yeah. uh, anybody, you know, losing or mis uh, abusing your personal privacy. And, and I think, also, what, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe it's also good to say that also we have a research code. So that means that you are not allowed as a researcher, the same as a general practitioner or health yeah. professional, we okay. are not allowed yeah. to talk 
about the content of the research uh, of the participants. So mm-hmm. I cannot talk with other, body, other people yeah. about what I found. Yeah. So yeah. it's a research code. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really very uh, uh, private. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that goes without saying. I mean, these days, privacy is, is a top thing. So mm-hmm. we are... Okay, but uh, I mean, in order to help our listeners appreciate better the the you know the importance of this study, uh, you know, we're talking about the the increase in the health problems of this generation. I don't know if it's linked to the kind of lifestyle that we are living today. I mean, we don't walk too much, we don't exercise too much. All kinds of things are playing out, and 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 that is why this study. Uh, you know, it's important. By the way, uh, can you tell us about the Ghanaian situation? Uh, how how much has the health situation also changed with the time? Because you might say those of us who are in diaspora are this way, are, are exposed to this risk because, okay, uh, you know, environment is different, the kind of food is different, and a few things have changed. Yeah, exactly. But what about the Ghanaian side? Uh, are they also experiencing yeah. changes? Oh, in yes. Because I what think do you mean by Ghanaian side in Ghana? Or yeah, because yeah, they said yeah. They, they're comparing also to, to Ghana. Yes, that's true. I think that's very, very important. And I think actually, um, usually we talk about, you know, comparing the, the, the Ghanaian population with the Dutch people. That's yeah. what you've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, we are also comparing the Ghanaians yeah. with the Ghanaians that are living in the rural <laughs> and then the urban population and actually for, for us right. for, for us as an African community yeah. this is the most important actually part of it because it actually shows us mm-hmm. what is actually changing and I'll give you one example yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. so for instance if you take say diabetes yeah, yeah, yeah. for diabetes if someone else is living in a Ghana is living in a rural Ghana yeah. if you take a hundred people mm-hmm. just about only one in a rural Ghana. Yeah. If someone else is living in the urban, such as the Kumasi area and, yeah, yeah, and others, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you take one, it's just about, say, um, seven up to um, eight um, people having that problem. Yeah. If you live in uh, Europe, yeah. the figure can shoot up to, say, about 15. <laughs> but this is not, but even more interesting is actually obesity. Uh, obesity, if you live in a rural Ghana, yeah, yeah. again in the rural Ghana, yeah. the rate is just also, in men, it's just about um, less than a, um, 5%. Out of 100. Out of 100. Mm-hmm. If you live in urban, mm-hmm. it moves up yeah. to nearly 10. If you live in um, Amsterdam, yeah. it moves up to nearly, um, say, 20 Okay, so this is a good point to really yeah. stress. So what's exactly. Yes, exactly. understand what's, what's going on. Exactly. Is it the food or the environment? Aha. Or now, now we are talking. So that's yeah. absolutely why this study, study is, is so needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's why we are wanting to find out why is it that if someone else is living in a rural part of Ghana, yeah, yeah, yeah. if the person is a man, the diabetes, uh, uh, obesity rate is just, uh, you know, 2% or so. Yes. Yes. Why is it that, you know, if, if, if uh, someone living in, in, in Amsterdam, if you take about 100, mm. uh, and this is not overweight, this is obesity you are talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it actually in women, yeah. in women is even uh, uh, more yes. complex, because yes. if you live in a rural Ghana, mm-hmm. uh, just about, say, 8% or so, mm. if you live in a urban, yeah. It goes about, about nearly up to 40. Yeah. 
But uh, then, if you live in a, a place like London and Amsterdam, obese, overweight and obesity combined, it can be up to 90%. <laughs> so, the question is, what, what is going on? It's a safe comfort. Exactly. Which type of food are we eating? Yeah, yeah. Which type of stresses are we experiencing? Yeah, yeah. Which type of, um, how do I say, pressures are, is going around? Yeah. So, and that's why it becomes so, so, so important yes. that we get people to come back again yeah. so that you can wow. see what has changed yeah. and then you can use the information that you have yeah. to be able to target to change things yeah. around. Well, did you also try to Oh, compare those who are living here in the rural areas. Yes, those who are in Europe, they are not urbanized. Uh-huh. They are in the rural areas, yeah. so that we can see whether yeah. whether it is the urban life that is affecting the separation. And that's what we are trying because I think that what we are also seeing is yeah. that actually the pro it is also increasingly these problems are also increasingly becoming a problem in the urban centers yeah. in Africa. Yeah. And at the moment we are struggling to figure it out. Of course, you know that the urbanization is very important. Yeah. Mm. But actually, what is within this urbanization? Yeah. Which is causing this problem. Of mm. course, we know. So, 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 we know. exactly. So, we know. so that means that we need to try and pinpoint yeah. some, of is, some of those, some of those things, yeah, so that you can actually make a difference. Because yeah. we don't work these days. We don't even. Exactly. When we were small, when I was younger than this, I mean, from the rural area, yeah. you can walk <laughs> for a long time before yeah. you get to where you pick up yeah. a taxi. Yeah. But now, yeah. You see, with Uber, anywhere you call Uber now, Uber, I mean in Africa, yeah. Uber is coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always use an example uh, because I also teach in the, in the universities in Ghana yeah. and others. Uh, and then um, I remember one day I was just walking around, a poor man, you know, <laughs> uh, after evening I would like to walk and stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes in the morning I want to walk. Yeah. And then when I'm going to teach, Sometimes, literally, on your way to teach, yeah. you get this young, um, you know, so students yeah. coming in and stop just next to you. Hello, dog. Hello, prof. Do you need a lift? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to be able to do the physical activity. Yeah. So, basically, the things are changing. Yeah. yeah. So, that also means that yeah. we need to get information to actually educate, not only the poorer people, but also yeah. the rich, the highly yeah. educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all need information yeah. to be it's able true. to make a difference to the society. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. to begin to live like the Dutch people, you know, because yeah. the Dutch people, every one of them have a bicycle in yes, their home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, in Africa, we are thinking when you are riding a bicycle, you are poor. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's not this, yeah. it's not that way. So in some places, people ask, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I need to, I need to let our listeners know that, <laughs> I need to let our listeners know that this is a syndicate program we are together with uh, other radio stations uh, handling this promotion uh, about Helios uh, we have also Akasanoma uh, radio who will be also doing a similar interview so everyone so the, the information can sink deep deep into the society we also have a uh, uh, sitting Godia radio Godia also will be doing this pro- interview uh, next week there's a and also recording, radio recording will be doing the same thing. So uh, we don't want to miss the body. This study is so essential that we want to make sure that all those who are part of it do it to the end. Uh, but you know, like it this with every scientific study, you have, let's say, uh, you might say a foredrawn conclusion or let's say an expectation, okay? It's okay, maybe we suspect this or that. And then you do the uh, experiments 
or the research hoping to establish the truth. So what 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 are you guys really you know uh, speculating maybe happening and for which reason this uh, research work is, is in action? Uh, do you understand my question? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if I if I take uh, uh, if I get you right, you are talking yeah. about the major contribution of the work. I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there's always a hypothesis about yeah. a particular mm-hmm. situation, and then you go about to do the study mm-hmm. to to prove or to disprove the hypothesis, mm-hmm. isn't it? Now, yep. you have seen this trend with the mig- you know the migrant mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you suspect something is happening. Okay, yep. you yep. want to validate this yep. with the experiments yep. or the the study, as yep. it were. Okay, so can you tell us about what is the hypothesis really which we are trying to Well, I, I think... Uh, validate or yeah. not? <laughs> but basically, I think what we are hoping to... We know that, you know, I mean, for me, the most important thing is that the, the, because the baseline, we already done the baseline. Yeah. And the baseline have actually taught us a lot. We know that the diet yeah. is one of the most important things that changes a lot okay. upon migration. Yeah. Oh, yes. But the issue is that, you know, uh, and I know that we see a huge differences in diet mm-hmm. um, compared to the rural and urban Ghana. So the issue is that what is these differences? What actually is the impact yes. of this on the, on the health of the population? Mm-hmm. So by measuring the diet again, you'll be able to pinpoint it up and just see that, oh, those people that are, for instance, taking a lot of soda, mm-hmm. this contribute to, say, diabetes about, say, 10% or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you also want to know, because, That's you know, true. in African community, we hear a lot about stress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stress is a major, major, major uh, issue within the community. So we know that actually um, the stress level is a bit higher, but actually if you compare it to other populations, such as Turkish and the Moroccan population, mm-hmm. then, the, the, then the, the Ghanaian population actually doing better. Because you know that, for instance, if you take 100 people, Mm-hmm. Um, 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 within the, the Netherlands for the Dutch people mm-hmm. about say five people who mm-hmm. say that they have a depressive symptoms mm-hmm. if you talk about the Ghanaian population it's just about nine or ten people mm-hmm. but if you take for instance the Turkish population is nearly uh, it can be up to nearly 24% so there is a huge difference between it but the issue is that if he to find it that if someone is half a stress or depression, what is the impact of this yeah. on, say, diabetes yeah. or uh, um, hypertension? Or, because many Ghanaians say that all their pressures is actually is driven by stress. So you want to know whether indeed this is the, the this is the, um, the fact. This is the fact yeah. or not? Yeah. yeah. Of yeah. course, this is what we think it is. Yeah, exactly. But we cannot just say that you know this is what it is. No, no, no. You, you need to, to be able to empirical evidence. Exactly. Have an empirical evidence. So that's why we need all this. So there's a lot of hypotheses yeah, there yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to test. And that will help us to, once you confirm those, then mm-hmm. you can actually use and just say that now this is the program you're going to target psychosocial yeah, stress. Yeah. You know, I think for our listeners, they have to realize that, look, uh, the health is an issue. It's, uh, sometimes you can't pinpoint the cause of certain things. Uh, and for that reason, we need studies like this to undergird any kind of medical intervention. Maybe you, something begins to happen to you, they take you to the doctor. The doctor would not know what to do, but if he, if there's a study like this yes. available, he has the correct information to base your treatment on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what we are doing is that we are actually making an investment for our own health, you know, yes. our health needs uh, in, in some time to come. Yeah. So 
uh, I would really urge everyone who was a part of Realers One, please get on board and let's do it and let's so we can feel proud that we have done it. Okay, Dr. Eric, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I would really like to add to this because we now uh, talked a long time already about what is, uh, why uh, should people take part, about the real importance of taking part. Yeah. But what we also observe is uh, among those people, those people who uh, uh, got already an invitation letter, that not everybody sends back the uh, response card. Okay. So maybe it's good to talk a little bit about that. Yes, please do so. Yes, is that Mm -hmm. okay? Do you uh, have any reason why they don't send it back? Yeah, well, we have some idea because okay. uh, maybe Stefania also can uh, talk about that. But we call people, those people who didn't respond mm-hmm. to the invitation letter. Mm-hmm. And we asked them uh, uh, why they didn't uh, send it back. Yeah. So um, sometimes uh, people just uh, haven't see. seen the letter or didn't open the letter. It's still on their Okay, table. let me see. Uh, open. Hold on, please. Uh, finish the doctor. Uh, Go ahead, yeah, there's a call on the line anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. Okay, good. So, um, some people even uh, just uh, don't recognize that they've seen the letter, that they've had the letter. So, I think people should be very uh, keen on a post box whether this letter is there. uh, Let's take this call first and then we can let it go. Hello, caller, good morning. Uh, Good morning. Hey, my man. Yeah, my man. It's you. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, I want to congratulate the panel. They are doing a very good job. Thank you, sir. But uh, I follow up and I learned that they are talking about part one and part two of first and second. Yes. So assuming uh, uh, somebody took part in part one. Yeah. And he moved to uh, different places, like back to Africa for some years and he came back. Yes. Ah, they're going to compare that one because okay. he was here, he took part and he left change uh, location. Yes. A location and he's back again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so if it happens like that, ah, they're going to know the difference or the comparison. That's what I want to know. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Okay. I, I think I think this is a very very important point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. point. And I think it's a point that we actually I would say that. Um, it will be a little bit difficult to um, um, to address. But I think yeah. what we uh, because what actually we want is that um, because the person is back. Mm-hmm. And the person take part of, of the studies yes. because you'd be asking questions also whether the person have also um, travel back yes. to their country. Yeah. So based on that, you'll be able to take that into account. Yes. And in um, an analysis, you call it statistical analysis, yeah. whereby you put all the samples together and you try to make sense of it. Yeah. We can then also actually mm-hmm. um, correct yes. for these differences yes. to, to give it um, that. But certainly this is a very, very important yeah, point yeah, that is. we take it into account very seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would be curious to know that the, the, the comparison mm-hmm. in the results of this, uh, the measurement of the results of this person because you were here, you left Africa for some time, you yeah. came back, and now you did a part two. Yep. It would be interesting to know the, 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 the how, how they, how exactly, what, what is the changes um, yeah. to, for these people and whether yeah. they differ. Very significant. Exactly. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is that because the people here, because you also ask them the type of food that they eat. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you ask them type of stresses. Yes. You ask them, so it might be that these particular people mm-hmm. have a different lifestyle yeah. um, compared to those living here. Yes. And that I think will help us a lot also, for instance, the information we get, yeah. we can then look at at these particular people who have left mm-hmm. and go back to see Africa a little bit and come back, they have a specific need. Yeah. 
um, uh, compared to those that have living here all the time. And that's why it's so important that you get all this information yeah. to help us to make a sense of it. Mm-hmm. And then we can uh, make a program and targeting each specific individual yeah. according to the information that we have. Yeah, all Ghanaians out there, you did, uh, you, those who participated in Helios 1, please, we are appealing to you, especially those of you who have not yet returned the report cast, kindly pick it up and send them so that we can continue with you and finish this uh, important study. We are counting on you and you are part of the success story that is already unfolding. So wherever you are, please uh, take it seriously and respond. Now, um, you know, there, there's a. Uh, is there any risk, for example, for people for people taking part in this study? Will somebody say, "Oh, it's risky for me." Is there anything like risk in this study for those who are participating? No. <laughs> <laughs> say confidently no, and boldly, and say why. So no, the Helios study had to be approved by a medical ethical committee. Yeah. And they, and they did. So normally in, in other researches, when there is some kind of risk, mm-hmm. we need to uh, make sure that we have um, an assurance. Yeah. And we didn't have to do it this time because okay. there is no risk involved. There's no involved. risk, actually. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So it was actually very yeah. easy to yeah, get yeah. it through the committee. Very good. Wow. There, there, there is there's something we need to burst. You know, in our, com- in our community, yeah. people, we thrive a lot on rumors, suspicion, misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, it somehow drives, it finds its way in the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially about Helios, people having a wrong notion. Oh, EMC, we do a lot of experiments and da, da, da. You know, uh, this is purely for our benefit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because if the study comes out to show, um, you know, what exactly are the reasons why certain we're having certain health issues, then doctors and uh, medical practitioners will know how to treat some yeah. of these things exactly. which are happening to us. So, yeah. drop this. False ideas, false reports. Oh, <laughs> AMC, they are doing experiment. They are using. They are using as like guinea pigs and that. It's very funny and baseless. <laughs> because I think that that's a very, very important point. It's also the, 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 the point I've always been saying that, yeah. you know, um, it's so, so important that we get information among different populations. Yeah. Because if you don't, then what happens is that, like these studies, Mm. For instance, we started these studies. You call the all the groups. The touch people. I mean, it's a large sum of large people are following it, like because yeah. they know that if they go for this, yeah. they will bring a very important information exactly. that will help their children mm-hmm. and their family as well. So basically, I'm saying that just imagine that I, you know, why would I want to? go around and use the data uh, yeah. for what? The government, Ghana government yeah. is actually even sending people yeah. to come and train. Mm-hmm. They actually want us to get more information that so they, they can use. Yes. Yeah. So basically in the end, what is happening is that the information <laughs> is not only for um, for us, as I mentioned it, but also for, for Ghana and for yeah. Africa as a whole. So yeah. the, inform- the idea that people are using this and, and that and, f- and that and that is actually have no basis yeah, at all. No basis, and that's so, the point to talk about. Exactly. It's very, very important. Yeah. Those people that have that, please put it that way. Yeah. We are there. Um, I mean, I, over yesterday I went to two churches. Really? <laughs> um, awesome. I, did, I know. So I've been going up 
just because I just want to ensure that the community also have the benefit. Yeah, so yeah, please yeah. help us to yes, to yes. to take this out and then contribute to the community. Because yeah. if you don't, yeah. then in terms of treatment, yeah. exactly. for instance, you know that some specific medication is yeah. only good for the African people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. through research that research. you got to know it. Absolutely. So if you just say that, you know, you're going to use as a guinea pigs and others you want to don't want to take part, yeah. in the end, you're losing you, you, you're going to be the, the loser. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. it's so that important. Is, it's better than we be, we are like the guinea pigs and then they find out what is wrong with us. Precisely. Them. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. find a, a lasting solution. Yeah. Very, very important. That for us to yeah. You see, what people pigs. don't realize is that before they produce <laughs> any kind of treatment, medical treatment, the amount of money which goes into research yeah. over a long period of time before they come up with this yeah. vaccine or this other yeah. treatment. You know, this is the phase we are in now so that the money which is being put into this research, let us justify it by participating yeah. so that the results will come out. So it will help everybody. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So last question. Yeah. Participants, are they supposed to, are they allowed to contact Helios team mm -hmm. be before, for more qualifications before maybe they may decide to participate? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Well, that's a very, very important one. Yeah. Uh, they can, uh, first of all, people can contact us always. Always. Yeah. So always. Uh, that means also, for instance, if you uh, didn't uh, receive the letter, if I've, maybe you lost the letter, yeah. please you it. contact us. Yeah. Or if uh, you have changed your email address or your telephone number, yes. because those people who didn't respond, we try to phone. But if your phone is different than well, five years ago, yeah, we can't problem. reach them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, please yeah. Uh, help us and uh, send us your new email address or your phone number so please you can call to this number so maybe you can repeat it later on eh? but to yeah. the, Which number is the, the number is zero two zero five six six three seven nine two once so this again is the helios of number repeat it sir yeah and the yeah. email address is info at heliostudy.nl so we are very happy when you can send us or phone us so everybody can ask uh, for for questions, but also uh, you can also ask questions about the content of Helios. If you have doubts or any further questions, you can also call to this number, yeah. and somebody can help you with these uh, questions. You want to repeat the number? Yeah, yeah we are a bit. Yeah. Of course. Zero twenty five six six three seven nine two. Okay. Yes. Or send information to. Info at yeah. yeah, and if you want to read some more, we also have a website, heliostudy.nl. Yeah. Okay. But in case you have, for instance, other kind of questions that you would like to have a second opinion, for instance, from a doctor that's not part of the Helios team, mm. so that you really want to discuss eh, mm. other things, you can also even call this doctor mm. for a second opinion. Yeah. yeah, I'm just getting a reaction so from the... And we have uh, an, uh, a doctor, he's called Stefan van den Vijver. Mm. He's a GP at, uh, uh, in the city of Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, can I also give that phone number? Yeah, because I think it's... Uh, yeah. yeah. So this is... Um, but I think that one is only when they have... Yeah. From a, a, a yeah. Problems. If yeah. they really... If they, they really, have worried, yeah. Yeah, if they really worry about taking part in the study mm. or want to have a second opinion. So yeah. it's not about questions okay. about the content of Helios. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very quickly, our time is up. Uh, but I just had a question from here. Uh, a follow-up to the 
question which the, the caller uh, yep. you know gave and he said what if somebody has participated but moved outside of Amsterdam and doesn't come back how right. would that affect the, the study oh. they can they can still join if they moved only once outside of Amsterdam and they don't come back yeah so, they can they can still join they will uh, receive an invitation Oh, and they, they move uh, to like London and oh, oh, yeah, London's exactly. too far. Yeah. If yeah. it's within the Netherlands, so, they will receive so the How would you treat the, uh, re the results they have okay. with you guys? Yeah, I think the, the thing is that, of course, I mean, those people that actually uh, don't take part, then that means that we lose these people. Yeah. yeah. And that means, exactly. And that means that you cannot actually include them because yeah, you want exactly. to see what is changed. Yeah, exactly. So if you are unable to then get this information, that, that means that what it does do is, is make us a little bit harder for us to be able to really get well, yeah, the clear exactly. differences that you want to see. Mm -hmm. And that's why we so those people that are here, yeah. those people that are around, it's yeah. so important that everybody comes in because the more number you have, the better, the better for the us to, can draw. Exactly, to get the precision yeah, yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, our time is up. Now let me just close with this uh, uh, message. But I would like to thank you all for coming, Dr. Boner, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Stefania, <laughs> and Dr. <laughs> Professor Jima. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you on our television. Maybe the people can see your faces. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, well, Professor, I don't uh, believe that you're coming. All right. No, no, no. I, I've called you many times. No, 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 no. Actually.